time for the Council Roundup. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. Now it's time for Greg Bishop and the Council Roundup. Where each and every week uh, we give you a, an overview of what happened last night at the Springfield City Council meeting. They meet on Tuesdays. One week it's a com- council. Another week it's a committee of the whole. Another week it's a council. Another week it's a committee of the whole. Uh, so ultimately uh, we get to the final readings of these measures and the final passage. Uh, and that's whenever we have a council meeting, which we had last night. But also last night you had zoning take up a substantial portion of last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, so let's go ahead and just get right on into it. And uh, zoning dealt with a pool, one issue, dealt with a pool uh, that uh, a constituent was looking to to have placed near Lake Springfield. Uh, so uh, the, the zoning issue brought forward and the resident seeking relief. Nancy Bremhorst. So Nancy Bremhorst gets there and she addresses the council. And in particular, uh, she asks the, uh, the city uh, to allow for her to place a pool close to Lake Springfield. Field and um, uh, she addressed the the committee to uh, really have uh, the the variance to allow for this uh, and uh, to have a pool uh, set back from the lake a certain distance. Uh, so she had this this conversation back and forth with uh, Alderman Redpath yesterday at the council meeting. Miss Bremhorst, it may be uh, beneficial for you to wait for until uh, that happens. I think it's probably coming within the next year or so. Well, my health isn't getting any better, sir. I can't. I, I, I can't I, tell I, you. I mean, I, and it it has been approved for every other application. Well, this we take and every. Lake Association. Can I speak? If, can I speak? Sure. Okay. We take these, every one of these in, individually. Every one of those things come in front of us and we, we discuss how this is going to go. Sure. And we didn't pick yours out of out of out of the it's air somewhere first one okay but bottom line is this is this in the floodplain so uh alderman redpath uh, raising those concerns uh he continues on with his concerns being raised about this particular measure uh asking that they uh, put a pool close to uh lake springfield it's in a floodplain it's not a proper place to put a pool it, it, it is, according to TJ, we don't, we're pretty sure it's not in the floodplain. What's TJ got to do with this? He's the city engineer who's the FEMA person. But uh, TJ was not there to address this, and uh, Alder people still had uh, ongoing concerns, uh, including Alderman Joe McMiniman, who uh, uh, raised issue with, uh, with this in particular because it would be, the closest to the lake that uh, a proposed uh, pool would be in the city of Springfield. Proved uh, pools close to the shoreline in the past, but is it correct that this pool would be the closest to the shoreline of the, any of the others that got to the By city council? By a couple feet. I'm not asking you, ma'am. I'm sorry. I, yes, sorry. That is I don't correct. understand how this works. So uh, the back and forth with a citizen, obviously getting a little contentious there, uh, but something that uh, they they continue to to push for uh, and to have addressed. And that was uh, the issue of having a pool close to the lake uh, and just how close. Uh, they could have that to the lake. And uh, they had the lake supervisor, City Water, Light, and Powers, Doug Brown, get up there to address the city uh, to uh, talk about how this would be indeed the closest that a pool has been to the lake if it's approved. You know, at some point, the policy should be followed because how close are we going to let the pools get to the lakeshore? 
because if this one's granted, the next one's going to come, they're going to say, well, I want five more feet. The next one's going to come, I want five more feet. So at some point, we, we'll, we, we just need to stop. So ultimately, the vote for this particular zoning issue of having a pool close to the lake. How did that vote go? And the motion to deny passes eight voting yes, two voting present. So there you go. You've got uh, that zoning issue tackled. Next up was another zoning issue in front of City Alderman, and it dealt with a uh, facility that uh, is currently a youth detention facility, but they're wanting to also allow for uh, individuals experiencing homelessness. For the property located at 2201 South Dirksen Parkway, petitioner is Sangamon County. And they had an attorney there for Sangamon County. Uh, more details. One principal use on the property consisting of a detention center philanthropic. <coughs> philanthropic, institutional, and general office. So what does this ultimately mean? It's a project that the attorney for Sangamon County says is working with helping hands to allow for more services for those experiencing homelessness. Um, so it, it's basically an extension of what is already happening, but with capacity to serve up to 85 beds, uh, which is significantly more and will provide an opportunity for more persons who are homeless or, or houseless at the time to find a place to go temporarily. There's also going to be a significant increase in the type of facilities that are available. For instance, right now it's more or less a dormitory type setting. The new facility will allow for specific spaces for people with specific needs. For instance, those transitioning to housing will have a specific place. Those that are accompanied by a child, which is something that currently there's no, no service for, there will be a space for those people. Um, there will be quiet rooms and sick rooms to segregate folks that need a quiet room or a sick room for the night. And the attorney uh, continues with more of the plans here. What won't take place is there won't be any sex offenders allowed on the premises. Uh, by uh, the, the premises that is, is operated currently by the Illinois Department of Juvenile Justice and the Administrative Office of the Illinois Courts, and per their rules, sex offenders cannot be on the property. So anyone coming into the shelter area will be screened, and if they are a sex offender, they will be removed. So again, that's uh, an attorney for Sangamon County pushing for the approval of this uh, particular change for helping hands to allow for for uh, some, some extended 24-hour uh, operations for people who are experiencing homelessness. Not everybody was on board with this, uh, and in particular, uh, Roy Williams Jr., he was advocating for his constituents who have raised concerns about all of this. I guess my final question, because we, we could do this all night, is uh, so are, would you be willing to hold this and meet with this young lady and some of their neighbors uh, on some of their questions? I don't have authority to commit the county to that. <clears throat> but Williams continues with his concerns. I'll, I'll end by just saying, you know, you know, a record has been made here. I've spoke for the people. Uh, I'm not saying you guys are doing anything wrong. I'm not saying the project is a bad project. I'm just saying, like I asked the consortium when they were here, is this smart? Because I know that you can't make a person get on a bus. I know they can say I'm walking and walk through there and walk past all those neighborhoods, through all those schools to get all the way downtown. Then you get others sounding off on this, including Alderman Ralph Hanauer, who uh, chimed in saying that uh, there's there's a homeless situation that uh, everybody in the city is having to deal with. Here's uh, Alderman Ralph Hanauer and his thoughts. Every Everyone up here on this horseshoe has homeless in their, in their board. Everyone. Um, we're all affected by it. 
But while there may be some homeless populations uh, traversing into Ward 10, uh, Alderman Sean Gregory at Ward 2 says that they don't have housing in Ward 10. One thing I do agree with you, uh, Alderman Hanauer, on is all of us do have um, homeless in our wards, <laughs> and the people will say that the shelters mainly are on into three and 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 in autumn autumn woman's purchase war um so they want to see it spread out further out throughout the city so we'll get to a lot more of this from last night's city council meeting and in particular this issue of a facility that currently houses a youth detention facility, but they're wanting to split it to allow for $5 million of renovations, I believe, uh, to allow for helping hands to operate out of there as well. I think 80 plus beds would be offered. Low barrier beds, I believe. However, uh, sex offenders would not be allowed in that particular facility if ultimately this is approved. So stay tuned. We'll get to more of that here with Springfield's morning news it is the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch listen and watch the interviews with today's newsmakers on facebook and youtube like and subscribe now springfield's morning news with greg bishop on 927 wmay and it is the council roundup with springfield's morning news on 927 wmay springfield's news and talk and we are in the middle of the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west uh but last night at uh, springfield city council meeting they had an ordinance on the zoning uh we're still not through zoning but uh, it dealt with um changing a building that's currently a youth detention facility splitting it in half five million dollars i think was what it was they're looking for renovations to then uh allow for helping hands to come in for a uh year-round uh shelter with 80 plus beds in it and i believe it would be a low barrier shelter except uh, sex offenders would not be allowed. Uh, so the attorney representing Sangamon County there last night addressing this, I uh, hear some of it, what he had to say uh, moving forward. I just don't have authority to, number one, hold this, or number two, to um, to agree to hold it, rather, or number two, to um, uh, uh, stipulate that Sangamon County will meet with anyone. I don't have authority to make that commitment on their part this evening. I guess there's a funding request that's going to come later, so there's going to be an, uh, unless that's all been approved, so there would be a um, another public opportunity to uh, go to the county board or come here and uh, get an overview at that point anyway. I, I presume that there will be a continued commitment from all levels of government to, to address this concern. Sure. And again, that's uh, the attorney uh, for Sangamon County and this particular project talking to the mayor, Alderman Redpath, chiming in here. You know, I'm going to vote for this, but I, I really, there's, there's credence in what Alderman Williams was saying about why can't we just meet with them? Why can't we, uh, it, be it the county or be it the Helping Hands folks, why can't we just talk to them and try to calm their concerns? The facility's going to go, but, but the thing is, is we got to talk to the people and let them know that we, we understand what you're thinking about and we got your back on that. And they ultimately did approve the zoning variance. All those in favor of the motion, vote yes. Those opposed, vote no. The voting uh, is now open. All right. So that uh, was just uh, another element in the zoning agenda that took up a substantial portion of last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Uh, but moving forward, you've got other issues that came up, uh, including uh, the story of a recent death of an individual who um, has now two EMTs facing uh, murder charges in that case. Uh, Citizen Tom Schaefer. A lot of you haven't heard from Tom in a while. He showed up last night at the Springfield City Council meeting to address.
address issues surrounding that case. But there's some more things that we got to tackle coming up next for the Council Roundup. It is Springfield's Morning News on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. The Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head up. It is Springfield's Morning News. Council Roundup brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch. Also open for lunch on Saturdays. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. We're hearing moments from last night's Springfield City Council meeting. Zoning happened. That took about half of the meeting. And then they got into a presentation uh, from a um, researcher looking at how to beautify Springfield. Presentation with Neil Brumlevy from Massey Massey about the downtown beautification. So Neil was there to address the city council and uh, gave them a whole bunch of different things to chew on, uh, including you know, the beautification efforts uh, and also talked a little bit about uh, one of the uh, major focal points. And then finally, um, this was not part of the study, but um, it is within the project area. And so did, you know, this could lead to its own discussion, but the North Mansion block, obviously, um, being a key component within our project area. But he also talked about the importance of certain lighting and certain, uh, you know, uh, thoroughfares being uh, beautified and so on. Uh, but all this really uh, came about, uh, according to Mayor Jim Langfelder, because of last week's conversation. If you remember, a lot of it was talking about trash talk. Yeah, the reason we had you come is because the receptacle discussion we had last week. Right. So uh, I appreciate you coming, and that's one area you helped uh, look at. But I think what we're going to do is uh, put it back out for bid. So if you remember last week, the Alder people, they uh, had some concerns about trash cans that ranged in price from, what, like 1600 to $2,000 or something like that per trash can that were going to be placed in certain areas downtown. Uh, so it led to uh, some, some interesting conversations about the cost of trash cans. Uh, and uh, some people making those uh, trash talk jokes. Uh, so uh, funny stuff there. Uh, but uh, more from last night's meeting uh, with uh, Nate Bottoms. He was the uh, public works director talking about how, yeah, they're going to send this back out for bid. Yeah, that's correct. We're going to go ahead and withdraw the bid, and then we want to add more weight to the to the price and, and adjust a couple of the other things, then we're going to put it out to bid shortly so that we can still um, get them, hopefully, installed uh, as early as this summer. Now, um, Alderman Hanna hour was one that complained last week some of the scoring seemed to be a little little off i I've, I've done a lot of i've done a lot of rfps when i was worked for the state in a previous life um and you know just a good example is under the warranty section a 20-year warranty didn't get scored as, as high as a 10-year warranty. So Alderman Hanauer continues with his concerns and uh and thank you for doing that. i'm not against getting nice receptacles but the cost just seems way too uh crazy so so ultimately they uh they held that ordinance um for future so they could put that back out for bid uh at some point uh you didn't get uh, several ordinances that were brought up dealing with um the uh, convention and visitors bureau and the uh lincoln herndon law office and a contract with the states to deal with that uh and then you also had another measure that would uh, expand a certain zone for the illinois finance authority to come in and provide some financing for various projects around the old state capital and beyond uh including i think it uh, wraps in the 
entire business district. So those are uh, just some of the things that uh, they, they talked about. Uh, but then you get to citizens addressing the council. And uh, Tom Schaefer, a lot of listeners are familiar with him. Uh, he uh, had a public access TV show for years where he evaluated the city council. Um, he also uh, talked a lot about gun issues and gun rights. Uh, but he's been pretty quiet. He used to call this station quite a bit. Uh, but he's been pretty quiet. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, somebody asked me, where's Tom Schaefer? Well, Tom Schaefer was there last night at the Springfield City Council meeting uh, to address uh, some issues that uh, he says... Uh, have uh, put uh, Springfield on the uh, the national spotlight, uh, something that he wasn't too happy about, and it deals with that case of an individual losing their lives and uh, losing their life and two uh, EMTs that have been charged with murder in that case. Uh, so here's Tom Schaefer addressing the council last night. I noticed that the incident on North 11th Street with the death of Mr. Owens has made the national news. The ABC Evening News, Inside Edition, CNN, the scroll on Good Morning America, as well as the full coverage on Good Morning America. Uh, it seems like the, the coastal media only covers the Midwest when we have a tragedy or a tornado, which is unfortunate because we have a good community full of good people. And uh, Schaefer continues on with his comments. With uh, two paramedics who are previously... Uh, doing good work for our community now facing the most serious charge that our criminal statutes allow we have a, a good company that's been good to our city for uh, many many years facing potential catastrophe with a civil lawsuit we have uh, bad press we have a, a truly a community we have a loss of a family from a young man who was uh, struggling with the issues of his own including mental health and schaefer continues it's going to be an ongoing struggle, but I would urge the police department, the chief, and community leaders to re-examine this crisis intervention team. I think it was the proper move then, and I believe it's the proper move now. So uh, Tom Schaefer, uh, last night in front of the Springfield City Council, and he got into a little bit of a back and forth uh, after his comments with um, uh, Springfield Alderwoman Kristen DeCenso, uh, who was uh, challenging some of the assertions that uh, Schaefer made last night. Saying his correct name. I, I totally stand corrected, and I totally am embarrassed by that uh, faux pas, and I want to apologize. Thank you. His I'm name is Earl Owens. No, Moeller. Moeller. Moore. Moore. Earl Moore Jr. Correct. Is his name. I ate at the McDonald's where he was employed at uh, at least 50 times. Yeah. Over the past decade. And it's a tragic loss for him and his family. I want to apologize very much. I thank you for listening to my concerns. I'm not finished. And, uh, I'm not finished. Um, so Alderwoman DeCenso continuing on with uh, her critique of Tom's critique. One had been previously charged in a wrongful death situation of a child. And acquitted. Regardless. Well, I, I believe in innocent till proven guilty, older woman. Well, that that's fine. We we can we can agree to disagree. So, uh, older woman DeCenso raising that at least one of the EMTs had been found uh, or charged with um, uh, some wrongdoing before, but. Schaefer saying that that individual was acquitted. Uh, they continue their back and forth. And that, you know, you're you're referring to Mr. Moore as a homeless individual, and no, I don't believe I did. I believe I referred to him as a person who was suffering a mental crisis. Okay. Well, that's not really what's been even portrayed in the press, and. 
Well, it hasn't been portrayed in the press, but uh, the little bit of the um, the body cam footage I have seen, uh, the the victim in this was was non-responsive, was not really speaking clearly, was really limp, and seemed to be in some sort of uh, an episode of sorts. And uh, cops on scene helping with the EMTs, uh, but the EMTs ultimately um, putting him face down on a gurney uh, where the individual uh, died of. Uh, of uh, asphyxiation, I believe. I haven't read the detailed uh, death report or the the police report, but just watching a few moments of the um, uh, body cam footage, it's an uh, interesting display there. But the, they continue back and forth last night in front of uh, City Alderman. I'm, I'm not an expert on what happened here, and I was not there that evening. But I think... Uh, but you certainly feel free to criticize that, uh, somebody who stepped up to speak about an issue that's shocked our community. Let Alderman I'm not criticizing finish, you. I'm trying to correct some misguided statements. So the back and forth continues. Alderwoman DeCenso and uh, Citizen Tom Schaefer. I'm not an expert on this situation. Well, I, I think the way it went could, could be you, better. Could you please and stop interrupting me? I didn't interrupt you. I thought you. this was a back and forth, Alderwoman. No, no it's, it's not, uh, actually. Uh, I stand corrected again. Yes, if thank you. Would, you. Uh, if you'd just direct your comments to the chair, I'd appreciate it. Thank, thank you. you, Mayor. So, uh, obviously, things getting a little contentious there, uh, more in the back and forth. And we're going to have to toughen up because it's going to be difficult for us. And if you think that I'm generalizing, wait till you see those type of speeches taken nationally, trying to slur our community in, in a sense of loss, in a sense of outrage. Nobody wanted this to occur. So If it's, it's true, it's not a slur. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. Continue. So I guess it's it's wrong for me to do it, but it's okay for the older woman to do it. So I, I understand. I understand the dynamic. Your it's difficult up. to be up here in a difficult time, but uh, that's okay. We all know who's getting treated fairly. I guess there's all kinds of unfair treatment in the world, including at this, this horseshoe. But thank you, Mayor. Thank Mayor, you. Point of Alderman order. Is time is up. So, again, Tom Schaefer, uh, last night's city council meeting raising his concerns about uh, a case that uh, is, is making some national headlines, but Alderman Joe McMiniman addressing uh, Tom Schaefer last night, uh, wanting to add these comments. You were on a um, Springfield Fire Department response team. You've delivered babies, as I understand it. Or you've been out there when no one else was available to help, you know, extraction from car wreck scenes. So I just, I'm not asking you to comment. I'm just saying I understand why you're here tonight. And um, I respect you for, you know, taking the time out to try to comment about something that you're somewhat familiar with, even though, you know, not everyone's going to agree with everything you have to say, of course. But I just want to put that out there, that you do have experience in this type of thing. So that's your council roundup from last night's Springfield City Council meeting brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. Their downtown location open for lunch each and every week. We bring you the council roundup here on WMAY.